Maybe discipline is how we can fight against these anxious spirals because discipline is how we do our part to eliminate the vulnerabilities. Being Purpose to Impact is about so much more than using your talents to do good in the world. It's about unlocking your created ability to use what you've got right where you are to reflect Christ and in doing so, to reconnect others to him. That's the real eternal impact we're after. I'm Kendall, and I'm so glad you're tuning into the podcast today. We're about to tear down the lies the enemy's trying to build up in our minds about who we are, why we're here, and what we're capable of. And we'll proclaim truth about who God has created and called us to be. That'll put us in prime position to answer our higher calling. I'm ready. Are you? Let's do it. Hey, hey, welcome back. Um, All right, so if you tuned in last time, don't worry, we are slowly recovering from the gardening fiasco. Um, But... I want to switch gears and not talk about gardening this episode and talk about something that's, I mean, it might connect back a little bit, but I don't know. This topic is a little bit harder for me to talk about because it's something that I am still processing through myself. Um, And that is fear of the future. I have always been the strong friend. You know how they say like, check on your strong friends. They might not be okay. I'm that friend. I am usually the one who has it together. Not like, oh, I need to put up a facade of like the appearance of having it all together. There was for sure a time in my life where that was the case, but it's less about appearances now and more the part that's like, always needing to have everything under control and being able to do something about things that go wrong or being able to fix it or figure it out like that's me like I'm the one who always does that for myself for anyone else who asks for help who I see needs help like I am always like what can I do how can I help how do we make it right how do we fix it that's just kind of how I've always been and Lately, I've really been battling with like, just I guess, I guess if you had to give it a blanket label, it would really just be just the anxiety that comes with how quickly things can spiral in this world and how you have absolutely no control over it. And for me, how that has manifest is like, the constant mind racing of okay well what do I need to do to get ahead of this situation or that situation or you know just going through all the potential contingency plans of making sure we're going to be okay no matter what happens and if 2020 taught us anything it's that you can never be prepared for everything (laughs) you just can't Because there are things that are going to come out of absolutely nowhere as far as you're concerned. And you just might not be able to do anything about it. And the best you can do is 
seek God, pray for his guidance, and ask him to help you make the wisest, best, most prudent decisions in the moment with what you have right then and there. Frankly, that's not how I like to operate. (laughs) Like, I do not like to operate in a, we're going to figure this out moment by moment. Like, I like to be 10 years ahead (laughs) of everything. And what I'm realizing is that's not faith at all. That is self-reliance masquerading as dependence on God because I know his spirit lives within me. Man, that's hard to say. Whew. I'm going to have to sit with that for a little bit. But I'm sharing this with you now, even though I'm still processing it because... Maybe you are or need to be processing it too. And, you know, whenever I find myself in these like anxious spiral type of situations, um, my big sister, she, she's, I've gone to her more than once and been like, I don't know what to do. And she was the one who encouraged me. She was like, you know, just keep, if you have to, like, She's like, pull out your Bible and just go to the scriptures you know and read them. And if it's the middle of the night and it's dark and you can't see anything, just keep them in a note in your phone where you can just read through them and read them out loud so you can hear yourself saying them. And I've been doing that. And one of the scriptures that comes to my mind first every single time, it's 2 Timothy 1.7, but I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation because... Well, you'll see why. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Now, the King James says a sound mind, which I like that. A sound mind is good because that, to me, gives the, the illustration of stable, like level-headed. That's kind of what a sound mind, like how I understand that. But the NLT putting it into the term of self-discipline instead really stands out to me. And I started, you know, praying about that. I'm like, okay, God, self-discipline, like how does that, how does that work? Like, what does that, what does that mean? And I started thinking about, okay, maybe discipline is our weapon against fear of the future. Maybe discipline is how we can fight against these anxious spirals because discipline is how we do our part to eliminate the vulnerabilities that the enemy can use to just slip in and say, oh, here's a spot where I can just push this button or flip this switch and I know it's going to trigger a whole anxious spiral in her mind. Because this is something she's insecure about. This is something that she's not, you know, totally on top of. And I can use that against her. And so as I was praying and realizing, I was like, wow, God, okay. Discipline, maybe that's what we need 
to do. Maybe that's what I need to do is be more in the areas that I know I'm most worried about something going wrong out of my control. Maybe those are the areas that I need to, you know, pay more close attention to and just become more disciplined in those areas, whether it's Whether it's a fear of like financial ruin and catastrophe, maybe I need to be more disciplined in my spending now and be more prudent about what I'm buying, when I'm buying it, how I'm buying it, and, you know, plan, not plan ahead, but, you know, just be a better steward that way. That's just one example. But that part about discipline is like, okay, it gives us something to do not in the sense of okay I have to figure it all out or it's still all within my control because the circumstances aren't but if we are disciplined it takes away that foothold from the enemy where he can kind of sneak in and try to mess with our heads and it it reminds me of that scripture that talks about you know giving no place to the devil like don't basically don't give him any room like don't present any opportunities where he can come in and mess with you and use stuff against you so it's really about you know sealing off all of those potential entry points and so then I was like okay well what does that look like and I don't know, call it cliche, but I literally am like, all right, let us go back to Proverbs 31. Like, you want to paint the picture of the ideal wife and woman? Let me see how I can be more like her. <laughs> and so, and I, re- the reason I went back to this verse in particular is because I remember, I was like, isn't there something about, something about saying like, she's not worried, she has no fear of the future, something, something, I don't know. So, I found it. It's Proverbs 31 verses 21 and 25 that kind of talk about this idea. And let's see, we'll read it in the ESV verses 21 and 25. It says, she is not afraid of snow for her household for all her household are clothed in scarlet. And verse 25, strength and dignity are her clothing and she laughs at the time to come. Now that verse 25 in the Amplified says, strength and dignity are her clothing and her position is strong and secure. And she smiles at the future, knowing that she and her family are prepared. Well, how are they prepared? Why are they prepared? Because your girl has been working diligently, tirelessly all the time so that when winter comes, which in in agrarian society like there is no harvest you just got to ride it out until you can plant again through spring like once all that comes you know you got to have what you need because there is no run into the store there is no oh just go grab something else out of the garden when it's all frozen over like when winter comes you got what you got and you got to ride it out with that and so preparation was essential and it's funny, um, my son likes to spout out random verses. Like, he'll literally just pick a book of the Bible and throw out numbers to go with it. And we are trying to tell him, like, dude, you can't... If you want to know what that verse says, let us look it up. Because you're not going to make it up. Like, we going to have to see what it actually says. And one day he did that, and it was Proverbs... I can't remember what the... I'll 
drop the actual reference in the show notes, but he did that and it was the, um, I guess, I don't know if it's a, I guess it's a proverb, not a parable because it wasn't Jesus telling it, whatever. It was the story of the ant and how basically we are to look at the ant and the example of how the ant like, gathers and gathers all summer long and storing up stuff, storing up stuff so that when winter comes, the ants and their little colony are good to go. Unlike the grasshopper, which feasts in the summertime and kicks back and then come winter, they're just gone. So all that to say that that diligence, that discipline it's required year round if we want to be prepared. And in that preparation, we help ourselves fight against anxiety because we don't have to be anxious or fearful of the future if we know we're doing what we need to do now. Again, not everything is within our control, but when we are good stewards of what we have, when we are purposeful, when we are intentional about investing our resources, all of them, time, money, energy, health, all of it. When we're diligent about investing all that we have wisely, we are not as susceptible or vulnerable to fear and anxiety about things that could go wrong in any point in the future. So If this is something that speaks to where you are right now or a cycle that you're familiar with of coming back to and circling around every once in a while, do know that you are not alone. Even if there can be a trap of feeling like, oh, like I can't admit to like dealing with fear or anxiety because I've known God like my whole life or I'm supposed to be a Christian or I'm supposed to know who God is and be strong in my faith and don't, that in and of itself is a spiral. (laughs) Like don't, don't go down that slip and slide because all of us are vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy when you are in pursuit of God and his will and purpose for your life, there's a target on your back. The end. The enemy doesn't like that. And that's just how it is. And so no one is, it, you're not less than if you're dealing with stuff. Like battles of the mind are probably some of the most common and significant but also the ones that are the most masked because they make you feel like something's wrong with you that should not be and while I am no mental health professional (laughs) I can speak to my own struggles with this and for the licensed mental health professionals that I know and am related to Those are people that you should absolutely take advantage of talking to and getting this stuff out of your head. Because one other thing that my sister told me to do was like, when you say this stuff out loud, it's like when you hear it, when you speak and when you speak the word of God and then speak out those fears, giving them to God, like verbally, like audibly verbally, 
it's amazing how silly that stuff sounds once you actually say it out loud. It's like shining a light on something. When you were a kid, did you ever, like, were you ever afraid of, like, something in the dark, like a dark corner that, like, maybe cast a shadow and you're like, oh, like, it looked like this big looming thing? And it was terrifying. But then if you flipped on the light and realized, oh, (laughs) it's just this little thing in a corner on an awkward angle that just happened to be casting a shadow much bigger than it actually was, than the thing actually was, like, that's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. And you have to shine a light on it in order to see it for what it really is. And shining a light could be speaking it out loud and just putting the attention of the word of God, of a person full of the spirit of God who can walk with you and counsel you and lead you in an either pastoral or professional clinical type of situation. I cannot... I cannot encourage you more to have those conversations out loud with God and with someone who can help you navigate through that because when as soon as you start calling it out it will you'll see how silly and how small it really is. And yes, there are big problems in the world. There are big things that are truly looming and devastating and have the potential to affect us and our families. I'm not belittling those things. I'm talking about the things that the enemy will just take and run with and make seem so big. And we spiral and spiral and spiral in our minds and just take ourselves into a full-blown panic (laughs) because we just let it grow in our minds. And that's not what God has called us to do. It He has not given us a spirit of fear or of timidity. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to shrink back. We don't have to be like, oh, anything could happen at any minute. Ah." But we have power. We have power in his name. We can call upon his name and the enemy has to go running. He has to flee. That's what the word says. We have his spirit, which gives us himself, which is his love. And we know that perfect love cast out all fear we don't have to be afraid if we're afraid of the future in terms of judgment and the world ending and all of that stuff which is stuff that has for sure freaked me out (laughs) at times we can know that God is love and he wants nothing more than for us to be with him forever but there's stuff we got to do on this side in order to make it to that side with him So we know because he loves us, he will give us every opportunity to make the right choices, to do the right thing, to walk hand in hand with him every single day. But it takes discipline. It takes us doing our part to make the right choices, to do the right things, to get rid of the stuff that's going to weigh us down or hold us back or trip us up. And when we do those things and are diligent and prudent and good stewards, It gives no place, no room for the enemy to come in and use those vulnerabilities, those weak spots against us, whether to create real consequences and circumstances or to create chaos in our minds. He won't have room to do that if we do our part of being disciplined. And from that discipline can grow the preparation that we can be confident in. Again, not 
a confidence in ourselves because we don't want to we don't want the pendulum to swing all the way to the other end which is like the rich guy who had the barns and he was like oh great so (sighs) I can kick back now because I've torn down my barns and built bigger ones because now it's just overflowing and I'm just so wealthy I've got all this stuff I'll just take my rest um no (laughs) he met his end quite quickly and that did not go well for him we don't want the pendulum to swing all the way to that end so don't take this whole preparation thing too too far but be wise be prudent be disciplined those are all things that I'm starting to work on myself knowing that I'm not doing it of myself or for myself purely but doing it with a heart to honor God and make myself better able to do those things consistently and with more focus because I'm not fighting so many side battles of fear and anxiety that are taking my attention off what I'm really supposed to be focusing on. So maybe that was me therapying myself, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that This is something that will be helpful for you, if not now, in the future. So come back to it as often as you need to. All the scriptures that I referenced, mentioned, bread, (laughs) will be in the show notes. Some of them were coming top of mind as I was talking, so I'll write those references down if I didn't see them here. But yeah, we are in this together. Fighting the good fight is never to be done alone. We have God on our side, but we also have each other. That's the way he designed it. And so if you'll fight with me, I'll fight with you. And we will conquer this enemy of fear together. On that note, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your perfect love that casts out all fear. And thank you for giving us a formula to fight against the fears and the anxieties that the enemy would try to seed in our minds. You are so good and so faithful. Your love for us is unconditional. And it's also something that we know we can rely on every step of the way, no matter what. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would help us to know that, to truly, truly know that. Even when we feel far from you, even when it feels so dark or so scary or so out of control, to just know you are God, you are our God. We can call on you at any time and you will answer. I pray that you would show us those areas that we can be more disciplined to honor you in that and also to remove any vulnerabilities that the enemy might want to take advantage of in our lives to keep us distracted, to keep us off course, to keep us spread too thin, fighting too many battles at the same time. Help us to shore up those places by your grace and your strength and your power where we might have been weakened to walk boldly and confidently in you going forward knowing that you hold our future you know the end from the beginning and your plans for our life are good to give us a future and a hope and an expected end and that end is to be with you for eternity 
Help us to be diligent about doing our part here so that we can be with you there forever. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to dig deeper into what we chat about here on the podcast, make sure you're signed up for the weekly devotional. Yes, devotional, as in a devotional that you actually do. Every Wednesday, you'll get an email from me highlighting the key points from the week's podcast episode, as well as some practical action items to help you put what we talk about in place. Just what you need, right? Head over to impactinsight.co slash devotional to get in on it. All right, God bless, and I'll meet you here next week.